Hello, listeners, and welcome to Sobertown. I am King13, joining you again on this wonderful first day of November. And yes, we got through Halloween, we got through Sober October. I'm very happy to say that I'm still at um, zero drinking days for October. I'm coming up to 300 this week. So I'm very happy about that. Um, I didn't go without some challenges, but you know what? If you go to soberdownpodcast.com, we have Todd's Toolbox. And if you want to remain sober, he has everything there. He's got blogs, he's got audio, he's got motivational stuff, he's got there's everything what to do about the body and the brain and what alcohol actually does to us. So please, there's podcasts there. In fact, we think we've got over like 250 now. People have told their stories, um, their podcasts, like discussions that we're going to have today. And also, I just want to give a shout out to the I Am Sober community because I'm a member of that, as is a lot of our guests and our contributors of Sobertown. It's a fantastic app. It's free. It counts your days. You go on there, you can comment post things and make lots of friends and get some support. And speaking of support, I've got a friend joining me today who um, is one funny fella and I'm so happy he is here. We have waited to do this podcast because he has just turned one year sober. Congratulations and morning to Jay. Yay! Good morning. Thank you, King13 and the Sobertown Podcast community. Thank you to Drifter for making this wonderful resource for all of us to share and tell our stories and to help everybody with their sobriety journey so that they can become a better version of themselves one day at a time. Rebirth, here you Rebirth. are, how do you feel? How do you feel? Uh, I feel great, honestly. Um, I didn't know that when you get sober, you get a, you get an award set to you, <laughs> that was great. I woke up and like confetti fell down and balloons fell out. I didn't know there was a hole in my ceiling and then there was a parade and they crowd surfed me through the streets. And then I woke up and I was like, oh my God, I have to do a bunch of work. <laughs> that was the reality of it, right? So like, we know, when we, when we think about getting sober, we think that like, we, we think that, I mean, we don't, nobody really thinks that like any of that stuff's gonna happen, but we want, you know, things to happen. We want more things to happen when we get one year sober. And I do want to flex a little bit. Um, you can see this. Oh, look oh, at the new cup. That was really a trophy, guys, that he held up to. I'm not kidding. I think he just thinks he won the Olympics, which, by the way, he has. And it says one year, 18 months, 52 weeks, 365 days. Keep keep reading, Jay. He's got this cup that's got 8,760 8, hours. Oh, my God. I can't even read the minutes and seconds, but that is a lot. Yeah. I wonder why you deserve to be proud and give yourself a pat on the back, mate. Yeah. Oh. And- and it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, I didn't even, I didn't cheat like at all. There, there isn't like, you know, hook me up to a polygraph test on both of them. Like I didn't, I didn't even, I didn't even stick my tongue in a shot of tequila, nothing. I didn't even take a whiff of it. Uh, you know, so it was like, I'm, I very much made it through the whole time. So my mom actually got me this. Um, so it's, this is, I think you could buy these on Amazon, but, um, so my mom, who is cat mom in the, uh, the, in the YouTube live chats and one of our moderators she sent me this cup and it arrived i wasn't expecting a package and i got a package uh the day before i got one year sober and um i was like who sent i was like who sent me this and i thought it was sam you know sam the moderator she's she's my friend she's very 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 sweet and she's very very considerate so i texted her and i said i sent her a picture and i said did you send this and she said uh no Uh, no no, smiley (laughs) face and then i said be serious. Did you send this? Cause I'm, I don't want people to know my home address. Did you send this or not? <laughs> and then she said, no, but I know who did send it. And I was like, Oh, was it my mom? And, uh, she was like, yeah, she was like, it was your mom. So, uh, so I, I you know, I messaged my mom and I said, thank you so much. It was very kind and considerate of you. Um, 
But so speaking of like, you know, parades and triumphs and all this stuff, like, you know, ultimately just like your birth, like your, your birth birthday, right? You wake up and people ask you like, so uh, do you feel another year older or another year wiser or whatever? You're just like, no, I just feel old. Yeah, <laughs> I still, exactly. Like, all my responsibilities are still there. Bills are still due. The IRS yeah. still wants their share, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's still going to be business as usual. But for me, luckily, business as usual was, you know, I told you, King 13, during our last live stream that I was going to have our getting sober com web website up and i stayed true to my word i'm not always you did, true to my word, you did. but i'm becoming more true to my word now that i have way more time in the day because i'm more sober right so i had um one of the members of our community reached out and said i would love to help you with our with your website and i'm going to donate our time and our services to you and i said omg that's great i really need that because we're on a we're on a shoestring budget here and um she said I'm sorry, that person said, do you mean to have that uh, picture up? Oh, <laughs> so anyway. My phone was ringing, sorry, ignore no, that. Okay. Keep going. Yep, so, that, keep going. so that person ended up like, kind of giving me the, the runaround and, uh, and ended up bailing out. And I'm like, oh no, because I really wanted to have it done by November 1st. I wanted to have it done by the end of Sober October. I wanted to have it done for my one year anniversary of being sober. So it was like my present to myself and to the community because it was like, huge milestones those are three big things to happen all at once right right and, right and then so and then the having the website that was going to be the icing on the cake that was going to be four major things that happened for me all in uh, in unison there so i put the pedal to the metal i stayed up late i woke up early i just decided because I've, I've done website design before for years i did i was a graphic designer website mm -hmm. designer photographer videographer dj i do all kinds of things right um, and then now, because I have so much time, because I'm sober, I have, I can get more accomplished. So I decided like, well, forget it. It makes more sense if I just design it myself anyway, because I have all the files, I have all the pictures, I have all the content. I'm the one that writes everything anyway. So why don't I just do it myself? So I, I just did it. I, I banged out the website. It literally took me two straight weeks of, uh, of, um, of work and we got it all done. We, we, uh, released it. We talked about it at our live stream and chat, which we do every friday and every sunday at 7 p.m eastern only on youtube and that's uh youtube channels getting sober dot 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 again so we launched it last night and did a little guide a little step-by-step -step guide but we're going to do a more formal one uh, maybe in the form of a of an episode update so it's a very handsome website if i may say so myself we'll talk a little bit more about that later but let's talk a little bit more about one year of sobriety so one year of sobriety, um, Sam, the moderator, as a lot of our members in our community know, she's, she's there for the live stream. She does all the timestamps. So if you ever watch any one of our episodes, she does the timestamps. She's been a great friend, um, a great partner, and I'm really happy to have her in my life to be able to help, um, help us manifest all these things that we need to help better ourselves and the community. So like on that Saturday, on Saturday, on October 30th, which was my one year anniversary, I woke up knowing I had I had to work. I told her, I was like, you stay at your house. I got to stay. I got to work. I was nonstop working from 8 a.m. on Saturday till she showed up at four and I was still in my pajamas sitting on my computer. <laughs> and um, so I was just working nonstop. But it's like, this is what you have to do. We, we all yeah. have to play catch up in some way, some form. We're behind on life, right? No beating right. around the bush on that. So I had to get it done. She knew she didn't want to hear, but she had she had done this amazing, um, amazing things. So not only we were already planning to go to dinner, this awesome taco place, which my friend um, who I used to work with is now going on six months sober. He's the bartender at that restaurant. So we went there to go see Love him. It. He's part of our community. He bought us dinner. Um, then we went to go see the new Wes Anderson movie. 
almost fell asleep, made it through the movie. It was a great movie. <laughs> and then, um, but so she surprised me. She show she showed up with yellow roses and a oh. uh, blue base. She showed up with 52 scratch off lottery tickets. She asked the person at the gas station, Hey, can I get 50? Can I get this particular lottery ticket? And can I have 52 of them? And the clerk said, how many did you want? And she said, I want 52. She's like, that's crazy because there's only <laughs> there's only 52 of these left. And so the 52 represents how many weeks I've been sober, 52 weeks in a year, right? So that was a lovely coincidence. And then she bought me an ice cream cake from Dairy Queen that said, congratulations, Jay, on your one year of sobriety. So she did that. And um, I forgot. Oh, and then she brought up, she brought over sparkling, uh, sparkling juice, you know, it looks like champagne, just sparkling juice. She brought that over, arguably way too much sugar <laughs> on that day. But we had a really, really good time. It was really nice. But here's the, here is the icing on the cake of life. <laughs> Sam, the moderator, had been writing and I knew about this, but she, and I forgot, but I forgot about it. She had been writing this amazing speech to present to me. It was a 10 minute long speech, very intentional word for word about how much, you know, that, you know, how, how proud I should be of myself and um, how much she means to me, or I mean to her and to the community and all this stuff. And she went out of her way to recruit members of our community who had sent videos. Cause again, we, we along with Alcoholics Anonymous, we, tr we truly try to preach the anonymous part about our mm -hmm. channel in safety, Same. right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, you Same. know, change your name on YouTube, change your, you know, like mm -hmm. you might not want to be Bob Smith, you know, um, with your social security <laughs> number as your, as your YouTube name, change it, change it to something else. So these people, all these, these lovely people, Sam, the moderator recruited these people and they had made video recordings to send to me about you know how much the channel meets them and the community congratulating me on my one year sobriety including my cousin and my mom and some of our best and uh, favorite members of our community so that was amazing it was like this 15 minute long video and uh it was amazing and we had a really good podcast the day before we had a really good podcast last night for halloween and it was spectacular but it was just like after you know to answer the very simple question like how do i feel i feel i feel amazing like i had always known that that uh one my goal my objective was a minimum one year sober you know we all have that little voice in our head mm -hmm. that says you went for a one mile walk how about we go for one mile and we go for 1.1 mile or how about we go yeah. for one and a half miles let's just go go a little more do a little more create a little more do there's always something there's something more that we can do and we have that little voice in our in our head which may not be the best for our mental health, but sometimes it pushes us to do one more rep, to take one more step, to be a slightly better version of ourselves. And we always like to preach, like, just be 1% better today than you were yesterday. You're not competing with the world. You're just competing with your former self, which should be easy because your former self was drunk, right? <laughs> so when we talk about competing with ourselves and how we feel, like, I definitely feel better. And in our live stream and chat, I posted a picture. I don't know if you, you were there. I saw it. Oh, I saw it. From October 30th of yeah. 2020, I put the side by side. I tried to find a, a still from my last video where I was make, making the same exact face. And you can see a year later, and I always encourage people, take or find find that hideous picture of you from right before you started your sober <laughs> journey. There's, I'm sure you got some. Everybody loves taking, everybody's so self-absorbed nowadays, right? We're always taking selfies and all this stuff. So you got one or somebody has one where you look terrible, especially uh, pictures that pic people took of you. You always think, 
Oh, I look terrible. You didn't get me at my perfect angle. You didn't, if you would have taken this under my bathroom light, I would have looked amazing, but you didn't. <laughs> you took it at the club and their lighting was terrible. So anyway, take that picture of yourself, find that picture of yourself when you look terrible. And then fast forward because like, even like my mom, my mom is like, she's, she's a uh, 68. She lost 20 pounds. She's lost 20 pounds. She's been sober for seven months now. Her and Sam, the moderator, wow. are, are, are both, they're, they started on the same day, one day. Yeah. So they're both seven months sober. My mom lost 20 pounds. Uh, my friend Sam lost 20, or Sam, the moderator, lost 20 pounds. My, uh, the bartender I was telling about, my friend Richie, who gave, bought us free dinner, he's been sober for almost six months. He looks great. He's starting to tell me, he's telling me, he's like, he's, I'm starting to look chiseled now. I have more energy. He looks great. He looks great in the face, right? They always say it's in the eyes. And just like that slide that I put up last night in the live stream, you can see my eye. It looks like I got stung by a bee. <laughs> I look terrible. I look like I look like an oily cadaver that they just fished out of the river. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I feel better. And it's not just like, it's not just physically. Like, you know, thank God, you know, I have, thanks to my mom and my dad, I have great genetics, I feel like, in my own opinion. But I look good. I'm feeling good. I have mental sharpness and clarity. Sober October is done now. So I'm back on the coffee and I'm speaking a million miles a, a minute. Right? But, um, so we're getting to make better decisions and worse decisions, you know, all rolled up into one. And uh, I couldn't be happier with like, you know, where I'm at months. I will say when I was at like month, like seven, eight, nine, wasn't feeling the best. I was having some of those days where it was just like the, it, the world was literally sunny and I had money mm. in my bank account. I had client, I had good clients. I had good relationships personally, professionally, whatever, everything on paper was great. Um, mm -hmm. and then there was just this like dark cloud over my head. I would just wake up and I would be, there was a couple of times during those months where I would have like this, I would fall back into this two day long depression, three day long depression, four day long depression. And so again, it's like, I've been here now. Now this isn't my first rodeo. You know, when you're in the beginning of your sobriety and you're thinking about like, oh, well, what's the point? If I can feel like this now, then then I'm just going to feel like this again. And I don't see any point in sobriety because right. I know that I could just go drink and I can get a quick hit of dopamine and I could feel good and I could be around my friends and I could just lose myself and I could just lose my face and forget about it. Yeah, I'll, I'll spend money. Yeah, I'll waste time and waste my life and waste my energy. I might be hung over the next day, but at least I can just have this one thing now. But that's the thing that you're going to miss out on is the uh, the is is what you're what you stand to gain after your triumphs and sobriety after 90 days of sobriety after six months of sobriety after one year of sobriety and i'm not under any impression that I, I couldn't possibly wind up feeling anxious or depressed next week but i will say absolutely in my own observation in my human body that i happen to inhabit that the time the distance between being depressed and anxious when i was drinking I was anxious out of seven days a week. I was probably anxious four to five days a week or more. And out of every single week, out of those 52 weeks a year, I was depressed at least two, I would say at least one week a month, at least. But sometimes I would be depressed for like seemingly two weeks in a row, except for only when I drank alcohol. And then I had a little dopamine release and I felt a little bit better than I felt like shit again. And so now after being one year sober, it's like, I may have like a, a sad-ish day, maybe a sad-ish day once every two weeks, maybe. But maybe it's more like once every three weeks now. So where I was like feeling depressed maybe once a week, I'm, and now it's in like a heavy depression. I'm just sort of like 
sad, but really it's just because I'm, I'm a little sad because I just have so much work to do. Right. And so I'm just trying to change my mentality instead of saying like, I have to do these things. Now I get to do these things. I don't yeah. have to work on the website all day and write this blog post. I get to do that. I don't have to, I have to make a new episode because people are expecting I get to make a new episode. I get to help people. I get to go to the gym. I get to wake up again. I get to wake up pain free again. I get to feel I get to look in the mirror and like who I'm seeing again. And yeah, this is what I asked for though. So after a year of sobriety, like just imagine if you're out there listening and you're two days sober, two months sober, imagine what your life is gonna possibly be like. Imagine, grow into that space, grow Imagine, yeah. set the place in your mind, project where you're gonna be. Imagine your sober home in your brain. Imagine where you were is a small little hut, this little, this little bungalow is where you currently reside. But your sober future self is going to reside in this huge mansion mentally that you have earned and that you are going to grow into. Sure, a bunch of the rooms are going to be empty. Sure, there's going to be way too many bathrooms for one person to possibly use, but you're going to grow into it. You're going to invite company to use those bathrooms. You're going to invite the proper company to inhabit those rooms to stay over as overnight guests, or maybe you're going to create a family in that house, somebody that truly loves and cares about you with children that you can be a good and positive mentor to. And of course, we're talking about metaphors here, right? And analogies, but we have to be able to create that space and then grow into it and know that like anything that's worthwhile should give you the butterflies, should give you a little bit of anxiety and should, you should be a little bit excited about, but of course, you know, any therapist will tell you that you, you shouldn't, don't should on yourself, right? <laughs> so don't get caught up in that. No. And I did ask you for a reason because I've had friends who have got to the year and just didn't feel a thing. Yeah. I see that in some people. Because sometimes you're huge anticipation. You get that, that, and like with dopamine, it's it's more in the end of what's going to happen, and then you fall flat after that, and you go, now what? Okay, yeah. it's a year. That's great. You've had a lot going on, so it's sort of with the website, with the one year, with you know. And you, I saw that. Aren't you adding another Wednesday alternate to your schedule on YouTube? Thanks for asking. That's yeah, I'm I'm thinking about doing that because, as we all know, the alcohol sales in at least in the united states start to skyrocket in right, november right. but more specifically in december so in december um december 2020 believe it or not uh was the highest amount of alcohol sales in the united states capping out at roughly 7.4 billion dollars was spent um, <laughs> on alcohol right so and I feel like it, I feel like it would be more than that. Right. But um, so every year it keeps going up, but the trends are still the same. Every December of every year is the highest spike in alcohol yeah. sales. And it doesn't mean yeah. that everybody's drinking it, but like, you know, you're going to buy somebody a nice bottle of wine for Christmas or champagne for New Year's Eve, things like that. That's just a given. But um, so we know that uh, moving forward, we know that those things are going to happen. And once we are able to recognize and identify the fact that alcohol sales are going to be going through the roof, then also too, we can make better decisions instead of worse decisions. So that's what we're looking forward to. And, um, you know, and it was, it was really important for us to get the website up and running because I know I, I want to be of, of more support and, uh, and a better service to the members of our community and have yet another resource for them to hang on to. We're going to have blogs. Uh, we're going to have blogs going now. And um, so we just put the first one out today. today. It was the, uh, the end of sober October. But, um, you know, it's the more that we can do. So in, in that, we'll have Wednesday episodes typically those are at noon eastern um the episodes take a longer time a considerably longer time to make because it's writing a script from scratch yeah it's performing the script on camera it's editing the whole 
video, cutting out all the gaps, the ums, the buts, the ohs, the me staring with my mouth wide open <laughs> at the camera, <laughs> um, and then putting in like funny little animated GIFs or GIFs, whatever you want to call them, information on the screen. It takes a while. So it takes me about 10 hours just to make a 10 minute episode. I'm going to say that again. It takes about 10 hours just to make a 10 minute long video. So the live streams, people, we had taken some polls in our live streams and in the YouTube yeah. uh, community tab. And we asked, well, what do you want to see more of? So of course the live stream crowd said, we want to see more live streams. And then when you go to the, the community tab, it was more 50, 50, because those people are more driven towards episodes because you like what you're used to. And that could be anything that could be chocolate cake or that could be racism, unfortunately. But when we, when we get, when we get used to something, we don't want things, people don't want things to change, right? Nobody wants to be any more uncomfortable right. than they already are. And that could be from, we're talking about Jeff Bezos own, owning and selling a company and starting a new one and bickering with Elon Musk over who's going to get a space contract with, uh, with NASA, or we could talk about, you know, which homeless person is arguing over who's going to get the grocery store cart. You know, it's like, nobody wants to be any more uncomfortable than they already are. What we have, nobody wants to give those things up. So we are going to do, we're going to alternate on Wednesdays. So my, the point was we asked the community, what do you want to start seeing more of on Wednesdays? Do you want to move, keep moving forward with episodes? Now that I'm one year sober, there's 126 episodes now. Um, or do you want to do two hour live streams? So with the live streams, it's, it's way more interactive. We have the, the feel of the community. You can ask people questions. We ask questions. You can talk to other people. You don't even have to listen to me or talk to me at all. You can just talk to other people in the chat room. Um, you can send donations to the channel. You can post uh, helpful links and articles. You can conduct your own polls. And it's at least, it's a minimum of two hours long. Typically on average, they're about two and a half hours long. So every Friday at, uh, every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, we will always have a live stream unless I can't do one for some reason. Every Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, we'll have a live stream. And then alternating on Wednesdays is going to be, we'll either do an episode or we'll do a live stream. And we'll announce to you what it's going to be the day before so you know. And then, of course, the day of, we always announce what's happening on that day. We announce it on the community tab on YouTube. We announce it on Instagram. We announce it on Patreon. We announce it on Twitter. We announce it on our Facebook page and our Facebook group. We announce it on Reddit. And um, and we also announce on Wednesday via email to our subscribers who have signed up for the email list. Um, so there's eight different ways that you can be informed. I'm all about information. I'm all about clear, concise communication. I think that it makes the world go round and it makes um, anything that you're learning a lot easier to deal with, you know, when you can trust the source that it's coming from, or at least believe that that person has your best intentions in mind, which is why you know, mm -hmm. I want to convey, because I didn't have that, you know, it comes from like what you didn't have, you know, we all, we, that's why I think a lot of people end up being the opposite or tend to be the opposite of like what their parents are, because that's just how the world works. You know, it's like, if you're in a relationship with one person, then the next person, you kind of want that person to be the opposite of what you broke up with. You know, it's kind of the same thing. And the, the pendulum swings both ways. And the same thing with sobriety. It's like, I was binging and carrying on. Now I'm going to binge and carry on on watching getting sober dot, dot, dot again, or I'm going to binge and carry on with going to the gym and eating healthy and taking my vitamins. So eventually, you know, I don't, if that, I don't know if that's sustainable, but just like we always say, um, highs are just as unsustainable as lows are undesirable. Right. So with with you know getting with being drunk, 
that's not sustainable. Obviously, you may lose your life doing that. And then when you come over back to, to, to the light, you know, you tend to maybe overdo that. You're eating maybe a little too much broccoli. Maybe you're getting a little too gassy. You know, you're going to the gym too much. You're getting a little too sore, a little bit too tired in a different way. You're like, I was too tired on alcohol. Now I'm going to the gym and I'm too tired. And you're like that Spider-Man meme, like where they're all pointing at each other, accusing each other of like who the, who, who the villain is and um, you know, waiting to unmask that. So it's like once you're in that mindset, um, you got to find it's all about finding balance. And that's what we preach at getting sober dot 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 again is that it's all about finding a better balance. And if for if for you, that that means you want if you can manage to go if you want to go back to drinking that, you know, that's your prerogative. But for most of the community members of our community, we've all established that drinking leads to worse things and worse decisions and takes us further away from being our best self. And I think you and I have had this conversation multiple times that it's not really an option for us. And we're not really looking forward to going back to or not entertaining on what day or what special occasion, or what if so-and-so gets married? Or what if I get married? What if I get married? Or if I have a bit, we're not like thinking about like, well, what instances are we going to maybe drink? Cause I like to always equate it to like I was talking about last night was uh, was the birthday cake analogy, which is my fa favorite analogy. I'll do it really quickly, which is like, when, when would you eat birthday cake on a special occasion? Typically on somebody's birthday, right? When would you normally drink alcohol on a special occasion? Maybe a New Year's Eve, maybe a birthday, right? So what when, when did it become the thing where we started not drinking alcohol on just special occasions only. And it became, now we're drinking, we're waking up and we're drinking, we're going to work and then we're drinking on our lunch break. As soon as we clock out from work, we're going to happy hour and we're drinking. And then we're drinking before we're preparing our dinner. And then we're drinking with dinner. Then we're drinking after dinner. Then we're drinking before bed. Like what happened yeah. if, like, what if we did the same thing with birthday cake? It's like, you're waking up and you're having birthday cake for breakfast. Then at lunchtime, you're having some birthday slipping out the side door and you're having birthday cake. And then you put your keys in the ignition after you're leaving for work and you go to the local bakery so you can have happy hour and have some birthday cake. Then you're eating, you're making dinner for everybody and you're sneaking a couple pieces of birthday cake and then you have dinner. And then like, but with your dinner, you're having birthday cake. And then after dinner, you're having birthday cake. And then before your bed, you're having birthday cake. And it's like, that's ridiculous. Who would eat that much birthday cake? And it's like, yeah, that's ridiculous. Who would drink that much alcohol? But we did that, you know, because we're yeah. used to the fact that we had done that. Alcohol doesn't seem ridiculous, but birthday cake does, but they're both ridiculous. So it's all about changing our mentality and trying to get us to a better place where we can start to understand these principles and concepts of how our lives were out of balance, which the Hopi Indian word, which I always like to talk about is Koyanis Katsi, which um, Coppola made a, a beautiful documentary in, I think, 1993. There's a series of these uh, Hopi Indian word documentaries where it's, it means life out of balance. So Koyanis mm -hmm. Katsi means life out of balance. And that whole documentary um, is all about the ways that our life and our planet and our world and our society is out of balance. So it's about restoring, you know, your balance and trying to find, uh, you know, just making better decisions instead of worse decisions. Yeah, no, that's true. We had um, Dr. Anna Lemke on. She wrote the book, Dope Nation, and books about just homeostasis and the just the pleasure versus pain, you know, that we go through and it is hard to get balanced these days. It really, really is. And well, I just did a podcast with my girls in my group on the holidays and trying to navigate sobriety through the holidays. So it is challenging times, but it can be done. I mean, it's just, you know, the time's not going to stop. The clock's not going to stop. You're going to get through the day. But you've got to have your plan. You've got to have your plan and you've got to have your escape route and you've, you've got to let somebody know what's going on. I think that's really important too. Now, I want to talk about this on this website. And this, I, I just laughed when I saw this. You've got this new word for memes, and I'm not going to spoil it. Do you want to tell us what it is? Oh, yeah. So hashtag, 
Hashtag inspo memes. So on the website, um, I'm going <laughs> to... Inspo memes. Uh, yeah. On the website, uh, let me see if it's I can... Funny. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen if I uh, do... Is it actually a word or did you make it up? Um, I, I'm not sure. I did not cross-reference that. As far as I know, which I could Sam be wrong, as far as I know, I made it up. I don't know if... Oh. I, <laughs> but like, you know, I didn't see it somewhere and I was like, oh, that's clever. I'm going to use that. So... Because everything under the sun seems to already exist, I'm sure it probably already exists, but I'm just going to go ahead and take credit for it. So I'm going to be, I'm going to go on my website here so I can, um, we can go over it together. So um, on the, when you go to the main website, gettingsoberagain.com, um, it is now optimized for mobile viewing and it's also optimized for web viewing. So when you go to the homepage, at gettingsoberagain.com, the first thing that you'll see, it says really big in all white letters, it says, start your sobriety journey, exclamation right. point. And it says, tell yeah. us when you started your sobriety journey. And there's a big button that says sobriety sign up. So this is yeah. a way for us to celebrate you, to celebrate your community. Cause it's like, I, I'm all about trying to make people feel special. It's like, if people are gonna come to your store, if people are gonna come to your website, if people are gonna come to your blog, to your whatever, Make them feel welcome. Do a little bit something because there's a lot of people that aren't. There's a lot of places that people could spend <laughs> their time and then they can spend their money. And if you're not doing anything, right. if you're not doing anything to keep them there, to keep them loyal, to keep them happy, then they're gonna go somewhere else. And if you're not constantly um, reinventing yourself, think about Madonna over the years, right? She stayed relevant mm -hmm. for 30 years at the top of the charts, regardless if her music was good. She stayed relevant and on top, uh, in 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 on um, in the view in the peripheral of everyone around the world, right? So when you go to uh, when you click on that link, it says the next page pops up. It says get a free sobriety shout out when you hit a, a 30, 60, 90 days, six month, one year sober milestone. And then there's the definition of sober, a definition of sober. And it says, let's get started. So you'll put your name, your email, you'll put your YouTube name if applicable, because I, I I know most people's YouTube's names. I don't know the real name, right? Um, yeah. It says, what date did you get sober? Okay. And then it says, what is your next sober milestone? Example, 30 days, 60 days, 90 days sober. And then you're going to put in there, what is the date of your next sober milestone? And then so what we do with that is we shout you out on our YouTube community tab. So whenever people hit 30 days sober, 60 days sober, 90 days sober, so on, we shout you out. We made this awesome little inspo meme um, that says, congratulations, you're now part of the highly exclusive 90 day sober club. And we shout your YouTube uh, username out. I write a lovely little uh, blurb out to you. And it's just another way to continue to inspire you because what we found out, we take a lot of poll data. We, we're gonna put our poll data up at gettingsoberagain.com. We take polls during our live streams every Friday and Sunday night. And one of the polls that we took is that, um, I mean, we've taken, we've taken many polls, but we've, we found out that 52% of our community, 52% of our viewers do not have a, they don't have a sober support in real life. So they don't have an AA, they, they're not going to AA. Sometimes some places are, their towns are too small to have an AA, or they like, we found out that I think over 50% of our viewers, and I think it was like 70, 70% of our viewers who decided to get sober still mm -hmm. are in a relationship where the partner is still drinking, right? Um, yep. So we, we're constantly trying to do everything that we can um, to enable people 
to do better and to make better decisions because we might be the only game in town for these folks. We may be the only one that's giving them a pat on the back. We may be the only people or the only resource that's allowing these people a 15 minute of fame. Right. And that's, you know, Andy Warhol's expression. He said that, you know, when was it back in the 70s? He said, in the future, everybody's going to be famous for 15 minutes. And we've shortened that to 15 minutes of fame. So it's an Andy Warhol quote. And that's what everybody wants. And now with like this, uh, the, the tech, with the technology, with all of the social media, everybody's not just trying to be so famous for 15 minutes. They're trying to be famous all day, every day, and trying to get their face all over the place. So it's like one way to try to kind of alleviate um, or try to provide an avenue for people to be to be the sun in their own sky so to speak you know i want people to feel special it's like i am the host of the channel but i always say that it's our community it's not just it's not it's not my right. channel it's not my community it's it's made up of all of these people we're approaching 8000 subscribers now and it's 8000 people that at some point who is going to be a good introduction to my new uh, method, which is called the three D's of sobriety to go along with the three, then now four P's. Three hey, D's so I was going to say that. You and your, you and your alphabet, go on. <laughs> the three D's, of, as in dog, D's and dog of sobriety. So the first, D of, uh, the first D of sobriety is once you have the desire to get sober, that little light bulb goes off in your head, that conversation with the doctor happens, that my spouse is leaving me, that I just lost another job, that whatever it is, whatever is causing you to have the desire to get sober, then the next D word is you have to do something about it. You have to do it. You got to start putting the wheels in motion, right? And then what you're going to be working on from that day forward is you're going to be working on your discipline because that's something mm -hmm. that a lot of us lack who use who had alcohol use disorder or substance use disorder and now are you know suffering now from a post acute withdrawal syndrome or whatever so now we're all we have we have these different stages of how alcohol affected us but one thing that i think a lot of us um we did another poll and 90% of our viewers said that they have more ambition now since they've gotten sober. So once our ambition starts to return, our discipline, we can start growing our discipline. We can start really working that muscle and start making better decisions to the worst decisions. It's football season now, basketball season just started. It's the baseball playoff, all that stuff is happening, right? So it's like there's and, uh, NCAA, there's not a shortage of reasons to hang out with the boys on the weekend or hang out with the girls on the weekend and you know get the kids a babysitter and get a you know take a taxi or an uber home because you know that you're probably gonna be a couple of sheets to the wind they're gonna be no shortage of reasons to uh to drink in november and december so once we talk about you know this community being eight thousand or so strong we know that a lot of people like it doesn't matter what channel it is 100% of the viewers aren't going to be there you know it's not like we have almost let's say 7,800 subscribers let's just say that when we do a live stream live stream is going to have 40 or it's going to have like 30 40 people in it that's just the nature of the live stream that's the nature of any channel like if a, if a channel had a million subscribers and they do a live stream maybe they're going to have like 10,000 people maybe you know in the live stream that's how it is or maybe they're going to have a thousand people in the live stream that's just how youtube works but especially though with uh, with the sobriety channel sobriety content i always tell people like i didn't do this to get famous i didn't do this to get rich because this is one of the hardest things to do. And they say that mm. uh, only 5% of people who intend to get sober even make it to 90 days sober. And that's why we say it's super important to uh, follow and keep in mind the 21, the 2190 rule. The 2190 rule says that it takes 21 days to develop a habit and it takes 90 days for it to come up, become a, per, uh, a permanent change. 
And when we adhere to that, just like hopefully the people that had done Sober October, listen to this, folks, if you didn't know this, if you had started Sober October and that was your first day sober, that means by January 1st, you will be 90 days sober. We talked about this in the last podcast. Yep, Congratulations yep. to the people that stuck to that goal. We put a congratulatory, uh, congratulatory post out this morning to folks. And we talked about our own struggles, my own struggles with sobriety. I didn't, I didn't even do, I'd never done a sober October. I wasn't sober last October. You saw the picture proof. <laughs> I wasn't sober. The previous, previous October, my dad died. And the previous October to that was 2018. And that's when I had just started my sobriety. I was, I was on the fence. Three Octobers ago, I was not happy with my relationship. I was not happy with the job I was doing. I was not happy in life. Um, I wasn't looking great. I wasn't feeling great. I felt like I was trapped. I felt like I was in a dead end. I was drinking. I was carrying on. And I was starting to think maybe I need to go to AA. Maybe I need to go to rehab. Maybe I, I know I need to do something. And that was the three Ds. I had the desire to start getting sober. So that I did something about it. And the thing that I did was I started getting sober dot, dot, dot again. And then ever since then, I've been practicing my discipline. And it took me those three years just to get this one year of sobriety. And I always like to say, Think about that though. Take pride in your sobriety. Sobriety is yours and you're not gonna give it back. If you get one day sober, it doesn't take 24 hours to get one day sober. No, no, no. It took you months to get one day sober. It took you years to get one day sober. It may have taken you decades. Some people are just getting sober. Some people have been drinking for 30, 40 years. Mm -hmm. For you to get sober for one day, it took you 40 years mm -hmm. to get sober one day. It didn't take you 24 hours. And no, then right. you're going to work on your discipline to get to two days sober while dealing with max massive amount of, of toxic withdrawal from alcohol and whatever else you're putting in your body cheeseburgers just the withdrawal from cheeseburgers alone <laughs> is enough to make anybody want to drink or drink more right and people were drinking they were smoking they were doing who knows what and i've got a couple of people that are in my prayer list right now some people i'm just like that i know they weren't just drinking that it's just like oh man, like, where's this person now? Like, where did that person go? Like the last time I talked to this person, they said they weren't doing so well the last time. And it's like, people are sending out these, these SOSs and these beacons. So I know it's like people tend to get sober and they're real hot. They're red hot about being sober for like a week for like two weeks for maybe a month. And then they want to, they want to, they want to dance with the devil again. They want to dip their toes back in familiar waters of alcoholism. And they think like, well, maybe I've been sober for a month. I did sober October. Good for me. I deserve a treat. I deserve to have a drink. And then I won't hear from them. I, I imagine there's a bunch of folks I'm not going to hear from again until January 1st, when everybody's doing their new year's resolutions, compounding all of their major life changes and probably unsuccessfully because they're going to try to lose weight. They're going to try to give up drinking. They're going to give up smoking. They're going to stop hitting their bait pen at work or whatever. They're going to cut out cheeseburgers. They're going to start eating more yogurt or whatever and taking more vitamins and trying to get better sleep. I'm going to read a book a week. I'm going to do this. I'm going to start working. And it's just like, and then January 1st comes and you're like, oh no, what did I say I was going to do? Did I say I was going to read the whole Bible? That's so big. Why are there so many verses in the Bible? <laughs> so, yeah, it's a lot. And I love the way you do these letters because I've just added determination and dedication. There you go. I've given there you your four. You hey, go. look, I'm, I'm, I love this sort of stuff. And you know what, too? I reckon after that one year, I mean, you talked about things going, look, we have good days, we have bad days, right? It's going to happen. That's life. As you fix your hair, God bless you. I'm listening. Um, I know you are. I know, but it's true. Like, we have good days and we have bad days, but they, you know, the next day can be different. Let's just face it. 
after one year, I truly believe, because it's going to happen for me in January 9, I'm going to need some sort of extra motivation. Do you find that you're feeling that way now? Um, I don't think so. And pardon me while I add January 9th, correct? Oh, my God. Yes. I'm, I'm adding getting... you to my list of oh, shout out. I've hit the big time. I have hit to, the big time. And I'm going to leave your real name out of it. And uh, shout out. Good. And I got to color code it so I know what this is about. It's going to be purple because it's for the purple means podcast. I color code my calendar. So you are oh, now God. in God my calendar you. to celebrate your one year of sobriety. And so hopefully. Still, yeah, I'm will, taking accountability. Yeah. So hopefully that'll make you feel a little bit better. And that's the whole point of the shout out. So that so that you don't run into this wall so that you don't feel like you're gassed out. So you don't wake up on the year on your year uh, sober anniversary or your rebirth and think to yourself like, oh, no, is this it? Like, <laughs> I just I looked the way that I did yesterday. There wasn't any balloon. Jay said there was going to be balloons and confetti. He said I was going to crowd surf. I, want that trophy. I didn't get I didn't get a trophy that says Look best dancer. <laughs> no, we did we did this one. I said like last night at the podcast, I said um I, I was like, we're all thing. number I was like, Look we're all that. number one. So we're I was like, I accepted this award oh my God. Everybody, and it was Peg Leg. It was Peg Leg the pirate who <laughs> only has one leg. And I said, he is number one. I was like, I'm number one, you're number one, we're all number one. So we like to have uh, fun on our podcast. So if you're if anybody out there is listening. Come by to YouTube at getting sober dot 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 again and uh, tune in on set a, set, a, set a reminder in your phone. And maybe that's something that you need to start doing um, now is like I just did. I just I just politely cut myself off from a King 13's question to, uh, <laughs> size, to go into my calendar, though. But I went. In, so what did I do? I went into my calendar. I added yeah, I added your bet. sober anniversary to my calendar because when we get the ideas here, let me ask you a question. Um, whoever wants to answer. Where do your ideas come from? Where did they come from? <laughs> did you think of the idea? Did you get that? Did that pop into your head? Did it just pop in your head? Where did, okay, so it popped in your head. Where did it come from? Did it come from God? Did it come from the universe? Did it come from radio waves? Was it the CIA? Was it the FBI? Nobody knows like where these ideas come from, right? But so, but here, think about this though. Your brain is like a radio for messages from Let's just call it the cosmos, right? Just imagine uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson is saying this, like your brain is a, is a radio for uh, messages from the universe. And wherever they come from, whenever you're tuned in, if you're, too, if you're drunk, you're tuned out. Face it, you're, you're, your mind, you're, you're on a static. one. Yeah, it's static. <laughs> static you have a one track mind. You're probably thinking about a couple of different things and none of them are good, right? So when we get rid of that detox, so when we when we clean up our our home and be our homing beacon in our brain, our radio antenna to the universe, we start to get bigger and better messages. And some of those messages can be scary for sure. Some of those messages might make you think like, ah, that sounds crazy. I don't know. But the, here's the thing. Wherever those, wherever those messages come from, imagine maybe there's a creator out there. Cause I know some people are religious, some aren't. So like, I'm just going to say, imagine God gifted you with this idea, right? and is trusting you with this idea and is trusting you with this vision and it could have landed in anybody's head at anybody's time but it landed in your brain so my encouragement to you is when those things happen if you find any value in that idea 
whether it be for self-improvements to, oh yeah, I should grab that paint for painting the garage, whatever it is, stop what you're doing. Unless it's, unless you're traveling 70 miles per hour on the highway, don't stop on the highway, <laughs> whatever you're doing, if it's important enough, voice compose, whatever, you know, ask Siri or ask mm -hmm. Google, whatever. Hey, send me a message, send myself an email, write it down. If it's important, like, was that important to shout you out on your one year of sobriety? Yeah. Was it important enough for me to stop what I'm doing in the middle of recording our podcast to do that? Yeah, it's important because who else? I don't know. I can't trust. I was, I feel like I was trusted from a higher source with this idea to do this. And I was called to manifest this bit of creativity to continue making this world a better place. So when you have these ideas, which you're going to have plenty more now that you're sober, once you get to a year sober, you might think to yourself like, oh boy, I don't know. I just have more responsibilities to do, but stop thinking about having to do stuff and maybe change your tone to, I get to get. do those things. Yes. Yeah. That's so true, isn't it? When you change that one word out to get, and Drift is the same. He had that vision for Sobertown. And he knows exactly what he wants to do. He believes in rewiring the brain. And I don't know if you've ever heard of Erica Spiegelman. Have you? She wrote um, the book I'm Rewired. I'm really bad at names. I'm really bad at names. I'm going to write it down. Eric, Eric Spiegelman. Erica Spiegelman. Oh, er Erica. She, I'm sorry, Erica. Yeah. And she's in California and she wrote the book Rewired. And she's going to be oh. joining us on our Zoom on. I'll talk to you more about it off air when we when we finished with the podcast. But, yeah. I mean, there are exciting things happening. And we've had... um. You know, some good people come on, but drifted. And he said he wants people to be able to self-manage their sobriety. You know what I mean? And we, we can, like you said, you can hit potholes, you can detour. The pathways, some are going to be destroyed in your brain. That's just a fact. But you can build new pathways. And this is what I've done as well. I've worked really hard on doing that. So it's now my go-to. I mean, we've got a lot of learnt behaviour that takes a lot of time and it's going to to unlearn. Because we spend a lot of time drinking like I did. So like you say, it's not going to happen overnight, but it is possible. We are self-managing. You're self-managing your sobriety. I'm self-managing mine. A lot of the people on IAS, and there are a lot of people who are successfully doing it. And I truly believe, Jade, that it is about connection. We go to these Zooms. We see the, each other. We talk to um, each other in breakout rooms and everything else. And they become your friends. Not only do you see them on the app and you comment, but then you see them, oh, wow, oh, so you're Jay. Oh, right, okay. You know, because, I mean, it's anonymous. So I know for me the Zooms have changed my life, the staying connected, because the addict <laughs> and the devil wants us isolated, wants us to itself, wants us back where we were down that big dark hole. I have no doubt about that. And I did get complacent last week. I saw some girls having lunch and I thought, wouldn't that be nice? Gee, that's been a long time. Then I realised the next day it wasn't about the alcohol. It was about the fact that I haven't been home for a long time and I'm missing people. So, again, do you need the alcohol to have fun? No. A lot of people have commented this morning, on, I, I am sober, that how they got through, you know, Halloween and, yes, there was alcohol there. And were they tempted? A lot of them said no. They just sort of simply said, I don't drink anymore. So is that what you say when people say to you, hey, Jay, would you like a drink? What's your go-to these days? Oh, I'm very proud of my sobriety. You know, like I... Good. I'm going to the bar less and less. I was going to ask you about that. Are you playing pool? Yeah, I still sometimes play pool and I still like, you know, demolish everybody because I'm sober. I'm really good. Yeah, we do though. And um, and then they get mad because because uh, I win. But then um, so I go to the bar and then every now and then I'll play somebody and they'll just want to, you know, they'll want to buy me a drink or whatever. 
And then I like, and, and I get, I light up because I know it's because I don't like to force my sobriety on anybody. You know, I don't like to get right. up on my, I'm not, I'm not trying right. to get up in my soapbox. And I'm not trying right. to like tell anybody, you know, you should really stop drinking. I'm not trying to tell anybody what to do. But when I get the opportunity, like a spider with the, in his web, somebody falls into the web and says, Hey, can I buy you a drink? And I like to say like, Oh no, I don't drink without any explanation. I'm not going to say like, Oh no, yeah. I, used to have, I used to have a problem and my life was way out of balance. I just say like, Oh no, I don't, I don't, I don't drink. I just very matter of fact, like I don't, I don't blush about it. I'm just like, Oh no, I don't drink. Thanks for offering though. I was like, but if you, if you do want to buy me a drink, I was like, I actually drink grapefruit juice. I drink non-alcoholic ginger beer with grapefruit juice. Um, if you want to buy me a drink, I'll take one of those. And then usually they're kind of like, they already forgot what I said. So they're just kind yeah. of like, oh, cool. And then, um, hey, that doesn't rhyme with beer. Yeah. And then, you know, and then, yeah, because they don't know, like no dude wants to go to the bar. I'm like, um, excuse me. Um, I mean, excuse me. Can I get a, a non-alcoholic grapefruit? What do you say? Oh, forget it. I don't know. Give me a water. <laughs> this guy wants water. But uh, yeah, so it's, uh, I'm, I'm very, I feel, I take a lot of pride in, um, the fact that I, you know, that I don't drink now. And then it gives me an opportunity because like if they if they want to ask me any questions, then I can tell them like about our community at getting sober again. I can tell them about everything. I can maybe be an inspiration because it's kind of just like just like a drug dealer feels probably really good, feels really comfortable um, talking about spiders in a, in a web. Um, you know, drug dealers probably feel really comfortable at a bar because they know that people are going to drink too much. And then they're gonna wanna party, right? Um, and then, but I feel like I'm the same way. I feel like I'm balancing out when I go there. I feel like I'm balancing out the powers of good versus evil. I feel like that person I'm talking to right now could easily fall into an evil web, or they can fall into my web, which is in my by my you know by by my admission is full of love and light and understanding and compassion and kindness and consideration. And there are more benefits, in my opinion, to living this way, to, you know, saving more money, saving more time, having better relationships. But I don't, you know, it's, I only take that, uh, that opportunity when I get one. And that's only if anybody really asks me or somebody says like, oh yeah, me, you know, I was thinking about doing like sober October or taking a month, you know? So if they, if they allude to the fact that maybe they're also thinking about it, then then I pounce on them and I take them outside and I hold them down against their will. And I <laughs> you're not drink, put that drink down. <laughs> no, I don't do that. But uh, you know, it's, we, we, we do it. We do it with a, with a firm hand when we have to. And, um, and then with compassion most often, cause that's what seems to work. And the thing is too, with a year under your belt of sobriety right now, you've got credibility. I always said six months I'd be on my way. And one year I can say that now I've got the credibility to do that. Your mum, Sam, these people that, subconsciously you've just influenced around you and I do believe one day you need to have mum on tell her I said Annie Deb said she's got to get on there and she's got to be interviewed I would love I think she would be absolutely hilarious because she watches your tail like anything she's your little umbrella mum and she just seems like just a sweetheart and I think that a lot of people including me would like to see her one day so the things I want you to tell the listeners what have you learned do you think along the way because like you said there are times, and we're not we're not sugarcoating this, when it does get dark and dull. And that nine months, I thought, I actually had the crazy thought the other day of, you know what, I used to be able to control my drink, and I'll tell you why. I'm telling my husband this. I decided how much I was going to drink, and I'd drink that amount and stop. <laughs> that was my rationale. How stupid was that? Yeah. So, yes, I'm going to have my two bottles a day, and then I'm going to stop, and that's it. I'm going to go to bed. And Same. I did. My marathon was the two bottles, my big Pinot Grigio bottle, Nice Italian wine. Just drink it over the day. This was after I finished work too, so I wasn't so busy. Drink it over the time and then I'd stop and then I'd go to bed and I thought the next day, what 
the attic voice. He can't come at us directly anymore. So he's sidestepping around now, coming in the side door. Let's just make her question herself. No, no. And I thought, this is bloody ridiculous. Isn't it crazy? Never go away, that little that little attic voice, that little devil. He never, ever will. And he and if just for a minute, because it all sounded logical when I was saying it and then it didn't. <laughs> do you have any cravings or anything anymore? Like do you ever have to worry about it or is it just a part of you? Because I stay away from – I don't go out a lot now. I'm a lot of I'm, – I'm pretty much a homebody these days. Yeah, same. Um, I was talking about this last night in the podcast how – and I made an episode. I'm not sure what episode it was off the top of my head. Maybe episode 109. And the thumbnail, I have devil horns. And it says, yeah, are you taking, right. sobriety, you're taking your sobriety seriously? Are you taking sobriety seriously? Yeah. And the yeah. big question was, are you still leaving the door open for alcohol? And we equate that to, think of that toxic ex that you had. You know, we're like... It's where like one aspect you of haven't the blocked relationship yet. was still kind of good, you know? Like you, you maybe just enjoyed <laughs> each other's physical company, but you fought like cats and dogs. You can never agree on money. They weren't considerate. They were kind of an asshole, but you still just, but you just, but the sex was good. You know, maybe that type of thing, <laughs> right? This is like, stop beating around the bush. So like, so it's like, but alcohol isn't a phone number in our Rolodex, but right. our ex is. And maybe you even get it into another relationship and then you change if it's a female's name, you change it to a male's name and you still kind of keep the door open for them. You don't entirely get them out. Don't just, lose the like, number yet. You're not losing the yeah, number. You don't lose the number, right? <laughs> so like, so you leave the door open, you leave room for your ex in the same way you leave room for your alcohol and you don't delete them from your phone. What you should do is you should block them, right? Um, what, you should be, what you should do is be open and accountable with the people around you in your life that are choosing to spend their time with you because right. if they thought they were going to spend their time with you instead of waste their time with you they would probably have just left you in the beginning and not have gotten involved with you but a lot of people right. like to play these games and just with like leaving your toxic ex's name and your and number in your rolodex you're leaving yourself open to those friday night at 2 a.m <laughs> what are you doing are you still up i'm in the neighborhood dot 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 again or on saturday you know three o'clock in the morning somebody sends you the devil horns emoji and with a question mark you know and like a real passive a lame attempt at like trying to hook up and you're just like uh well i'm single you're single i don't know whatever we already know we're already used to each other the way we smell and the way that we vibe and whatever let's just let's just knock one out real quick and then, so you keep leaving it out and then you keep leaving the door open. And then it ends up being, it's like, it's not just that. Then you're like wasting another month with each other. You're not going out, you're not self-improving. And then you're just like, oh yeah, that new Netflix series is on. I kind of want to, we talked about wanting to watch it. You want to come by and watch it? And then, so you're just kind of each other's like guaranteed date, just the same way with alcohol. Your, alcohol is just like your guaranteed date. You're not making any any progress at self-improvement. You're not going to the gym because you're still hungover. You're not facing your demons. You're not like thinking about the past and like, uh, and what traumas you had and how you're going to get past them and how you're going to better yourself and better handle them the next time that you approach them or the next time they come to your life. So we talk about that. And like, to answer your question about like, you know, am I, do I still have cravings and temptations? Like every now and then I will, you know, like what I always like to say is like, I wasn't addicted to alcohol, but what I was addicted to was putting life on hold. And we talked about this in a previous episode where we liken the whole getting sober thing, getting the whole, the whole phenomenon of getting sober to treating every weekend like we're throwing our own bachelor or bachelorette party, party. like we have to get married <laughs> to life 
on Monday. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm yeah. getting married to my responsibilities on Monday. I have to write a book and I have to design a website and I have Let's to start my business. I have to go get my LLC. And then Monday comes around just like New Year's Eve and you're just like, oh no, what did I say I was going to do? I have to get an LLC and talk to a lawyer and start writing a book and do a website and I have to go to the gym and my first personal train. I have to go to therapy. Why did I say I was going to do all these things? I'm going to get drunk. And you're like stressed out and you're like, I'll just do it tomorrow. I'll start one of those things maybe oh, tomorrow. That's it. Mr. And that's what happened. And then you do that for a decade. And um, and then, you know, some people are. And then here you are. Yeah, yeah right. here we are, right? So and I. And you so, get a bad liver. Prognosis. Yeah, you get a bad liver. And then you still haven't got your LLC. I yeah, just can't yeah. believe. You just said knock one out. I'm sorry. I've got tears rolling down my eyes. It sounds like a sports reference. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, you know, you know, knocking a oh, God. You've got to know Jay Fellow. Listen, you've got to know him to know him. This guy, he was a comedian, still is actually, apparently. You don't do stand up anymore, do you? Well, so the thing was, I never really, here's the thing the full transparency never really officially started. I had done some, like, um, I had done, uh, what do you call them? Um, like, uh, oh, what's no, when you go open mics, I've done open mics. Open mics, like, yeah, 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 yeah. You put your name on a slot with like a bunch of other terrible comedians that are also <laughs> trying to figure it out. And then you get up there and you have three minutes to try to like work on your punctuality. You try to work on like your punctuality. After you ideas. Your, yeah, everything. You try to hash it out <laughs> after you set it in the mirror a bunch of times. And like, hopefully you're liquored up enough to like, to not <laughs> feel like your, your heart's pounding in your throat. Or you're like, hey, everybody, have you ever been on a plane? They suck. Okay. Have you ever had a poop at work? Okay. That's scary. And you're trying, so like, you're doing like, you're trying to memorize this whole script and you're like, oh, I forgot. What did I say? Um, uh, so I don't know. How about the government's terrible? Right? Uh, no. Okay. But everybody's booing you and you're like, I, I'm never going to do this again. So like, um, so I've done that a few times and, uh. and it's been equally as traumatic <laughs> every time. But so like, so, but I found a new way to do my comedy, which is like, I'm doing it right now for you. I'm doing it on my podcast. I'm doing it on the live streams. I'm trying to, I, I'm always humor for me, first and foremost, like my, like humor is, is up. It's, it's definitely at the top of the list. It's like one of the top three. Yeah, I agree. Comedy. Cause like, I mean, even when it comes to like teaching somebody a lesson, it's like, you always remember that cool teacher that like made you laugh. Uh -huh. You know that found yeah. a way to like really make the lesson hit and told you off at the same time yeah yeah so like humor is important so it's like um yeah i've always wanted to be a comedian or you know i've always I, let me just put it this way i've always wanted to be funny i don't care how it is i don't care if i'm writing scripts for myself or for somebody else i don't care if i'm doing stand-up on stage or if judd apatow wants to put me in a movie whatever i'll do it i've been in some movies i was in the first avengers movie i was in i am wrath with john travolta i've been in different movies i didn't get to be funny <laughs> right but you know i know that the world has many opportunities for me and the more that i can clear my schedule from drinking from being hung over from self-sabotage the more likely those possibilities can potentially become a reality but the first thing was first I had to get out of my way. I had to get drunk mm. Jay out of the way of manifesting mm. the future, the future version of myself that I deserve to be. So we might, we might not be, if you drank for five years, 10 years, tw two decades, you're not going to be the Olympic athlete that you probably could have been if you had never picked up alcohol at whatever 
10, 11, 12, 13, 14, right. 15, right? You're never going to yeah. be that, but you could still be the best version of whatever you are right now. You can still roll back a couple of years. You can still, you can still gain a few years at the end of your life. You can still make your outward appearance, make it look at, make it look a little bit more youthful. You can still <laughs> shed a couple more pounds. You can get your blood pressure lower. You can knock the socks straight off the body of your doctor. When they, when you see your doctor next time, they're like, what are you doing? Let's get you off these medications, <laughs> which is not a guarantee, but it might possibly be something that happens in your future because we like to say obviously sobriety is not a destination sobriety is a journey and along that journey you might see better health better wealth better prosperity and hopefully you're going to be seeing improvements mentally physically spiritually emotionally and financially maybe also too creatively maybe intellectually maybe romantically but those are all things we got to get out of our way we got to get that drunk version of ourselves out of the way so we can prepare our home for these blessings so we can prepare our finances for our blessings so that we can receive the company that we want to have clearing off our plates so that we can receive the food that we want you know so it's like when we when we, when we plant those seeds it's like we always say like you can either plant these seeds to reap a harvest tomorrow, or you could just eat these seeds today to try to fill your mm -hmm. belly. And it's like, what do you want to do? Choose wisely. Yeah, exactly. So that's a lot. You've, I mean, if you look back, you've got to pat yourself on the back because you have achieved a lot in 12 months. There's no doubt about it. Is there anything else that you want to share with the listeners that might be coming up for you? Oh yeah, I've got about a half, half an hour more things I want to say. <laughs> um, <laughs> So I did want to talk about, um, so a couple of statistics I wanted to go over. So I keep looking, if anybody's wondering why I'm looking down. Um, so it's, I have my phone here with my notes. So when we talked about Sober October, I don't know if I said this in the beginning, but with Sober October, we did a poll and we found out that 72% of our viewers um, or that participated in the poll, 72% of you honestly answered and said that you made it all the way through Sober October without a drink. And 7%, an additional 7% of you said that you made it through Sober October by only drinking um, two days or less. So that's big achievements. And we're super proud of everybody that made it that far and that are still on track to start no drink November and then dry December and then get to the finish, not a finish line, but get to New Year's Day sober when everybody else is gonna be miserable and full of anxiety knowing that tomorrow i'm supposed to get married to my responsibilities tomorrow i'm supposed to start taking <laughs> life seriously and it's going to be cold and the sun is going to go down at 507 p.m i already checked i know is that the day you want to start your sobriety <laughs> when it's cold when everybody's at the gym and they're all out of shape including yourself when you already promised yourself they're going to read a book now start you know start now so the best first best day to start was when yesterday the next best day to start is right now. So anybody that's out there listening, and you might say like, oh, you guys reported, recorded this podcast yesterday and I'm listening to it. I just already missed out on one day. So I'd start, start as soon as you hear this. If you hear this message, if you hear this podcast, somebody's going to hear this podcast in 2022. Start then. Never too late. Yeah, yeah it's exactly. never too late, never too right? Late. Um, so I want to talk about that. I also wanted to talk about um, the symbology of why I chose to get sober on October 30th. Oh, yes. So I, I talked about- you about that. Yeah, getting sober on October 30th was like, I very much don't like Halloween. And we were taught, you and I were talking about this before the podcast. So mm. October 30th, um, a year ago, October 30th, I was sitting at home, hungover, thinking about what, you know, what, what do I want my future to be like, you know? And I was thinking about, and I wasn't, you know, I, I wasn't thinking about like the big, big picture. I was just thinking about one day at a time. And I hate Halloween so much that I decided <laughs> I don't want to participate. I don't want to go be around a bunch of drunk people in costumes. Here's the thing I don't like about Halloween. It's like every, it's like the one day a year where everybody 
wants to dress up and pretend that they're something that they're not. And they put this mask on and hide behind this mask and try to show off how silly or goofy they are, how creative they are. My motto is do that every day. Be your be your most creative, your most unique self every day. It doesn't mean to like dress up as Superman and go to work because you might get fired, <laughs> right? But I, I like I'm so like my my personal position in life is just like, oh, you guys are all going that way. Cool. I'll be over here by myself. Mm -hmm. And that's like mm -hmm. you know, what it takes to be a pioneer in your own environment, in your own community. You think about we always like this powerful vision. I always like to think about is like some time ago when early when early humans decided they wanted to branch out of hiding in caves. They had to step out into the woods, into the forest, and they had to pave, they had to, they had to make their own way. And of course they couldn't do anything about it, but like, you know, they didn't have tools. But now think about the modern advancements that we have. I always like to think of myself as a pioneer. And in front of me, I have a forest in front of me and I just have an ax over my shoulder. And I have to create this way and I have to create this path. And hopefully if I do it right, others will follow in this path. And eventually when my time expires, when I'm too tired or weak, or old to carry on that somebody else will pick up that ax and they will continue chopping down those trees and clearing out the bush and make and extend on this work. And that's part of all part of uh, human evolution. So when we talk about all that stuff, it's like, I wanna be able to make sure that I'm doing the best that I can for not only myself, but my community. Like, I didn't think that my mom was gonna get sober. I mean, it's not like she had a drinking problem, but I didn't think she I didn't think she was because she didn't really need to. She didn't need to give up her glass of wine a day or whatever, two glasses of wine. She didn't need to give up like hanging out with the few friends and family members that she had left and foregoing happy hour. She didn't need people were buying her happy hour. She didn't need to give that up, but she decided to do that on her own. My friend Sam didn't need to, to, to do that. My friend Richie didn't need to do all that. Uh, Michael. Michael Minotti, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say his whole name, but Mike, Michael didn't mean, he didn't need to do that, but he decided to do all that, you know, like, and I'm finding more and more friends that are deciding to do that. Like on my Facebook now, people are like, thank you for the challenge last month. I decided to get sober for October and now I'm just going to keep it going and I'm going to keep it going into Thanksgiving. And I'm going to try my first sober holiday with the family and my first sober Christmas and my first sober New Year's Day and New Year's Eve. So I couldn't be more excited about it. And now it's like, I'm building allies that are going to remember the work I'm doing instead of like surrounding myself with a bunch of like party goers. My life was service industry, working in restaurants, partying, throwing parties, being a DJ, all that stuff, and just getting getting drunk anytime that I could, whenever I felt like it, just just living mm -hmm. it up, just living life, celebrating nothingness, just celebrating myself every day for no particular reason, right? And it's like, that's a little ridiculous. It was like, every day, every day is a celebration. Look at me. I woke up at noon today. I did four hours of work. I went to the gym. I did enough. I need to celebrate myself. Bartender, double shot and two beers to the faith. Let's go. You pay for them, right? And <laughs> that obviously doesn't work. But so that's how, like, that was my, my stance on Halloween. So with, with, with Halloween and getting sober, I decided, well, if everybody's going to go play dress up and get shit faced, I'm mm -hmm. going to take off my drunk mask and I'm going to choose to be my truest self moving forward on this day and make steps in the direction of figuring out who I, who I really am what I really like, what my preferences are, really taking care of myself and addressing the needs that I've been putting off day after day, month after month, year after year, so that I can have the future that is not within reach at the moment. My The future that I want is not within reach. You know, you like the, the, the image, the fantasies start to change in your mind after time, after so many drinks, after so many job applications, you know, you start off thinking, I'm gonna be the president. 
I'm going to be an astronaut. <laughs> I'm going to be a ballerina or a princess. You're going to be, you know, you, you're, you have these high hopes and these aspirations of what you want to be. And you're like, I'm going to be the first ever president ballerina combo. And then like life goes on. You're like, okay, I got my first report card. Maybe I'll be the vice president. And then like, and then you graduate high school and you're like, maybe I can like, just like work at the White House. Yeah. And then you get through college and you're like, maybe I could just, um, I could just write a blog about the government. And then, <laughs> and you start like lowering and lowering in the bar. And you think like, I, you go from like, I thought I was gonna live in a mansion and be a millionaire to like, well, I hope that I'm just, I just hope that I'm like upper middle class. And then you, then it's just kind of like, I hope I keep my job. And then it's just kind of like, I hope that this this apartment allows me to move in. Then it's just kind of like, I hope my buddy will let me stay at his house and sleep on his couch. And like the, the, like what you start to imagine, it gets, it gets lower and lower and starts, fantasies start disappearing and the new fantasies start to get worse and worse and worse and grayer and cloudier and less exciting to the point where you're just like, well, at least I have alcohol. At least I could just- Well, that sounds, I was gonna say, that sounds like an alcohol journey right there, right yeah. down. <laughs> for sure. So that's the symbology of me wanting to uh, to start my sober journey on October 30th, the day before Halloween, because I didn't want to play dress up. I wanted to be my truest self moving forward. Um, and then also, too, um, I wanted to mention you mentioned the uh, the, the Erica Spiel, uh, Spiegelman book, Rewired. Um, so I'm going to add that to um, in addition to Dopamine Nation. So I'm taking a collection of all the, the biggest, the best books for sobriety and addiction and self-improvement, and they are going to be for sale on our, they are actually already for sale on our website at gettingsoberagain.com. So all those resources, and if anybody has any other, um, any other uh, suggestions, feel free to email us at gettingsoberagain at gmail.com, or you can contact us through the website. Um, and also too, like we're always down for, if you have questions, concerns, or collaborations, that is also, um, you know, feel free to reach out at any time. Um, so I wanted to talk about that, but then also too, I, like never, I didn't get officially to go over the website. I just want to briefly kind of touch on the different uh, features. So when you go to gettingsoberagain.com, the homepage is pretty all included. I put a bunch of stuff on the homepage. So again, starting at the top, you could start your sobriety journey and log what your next milestone is going to be, what date it is, um, and stay in contact that way. Then I have the um, sober memes right there. It's mm -hmm. like the next row. And it's yep. this awesome carousel. It is. It's click on. Yeah, it's a carousel. It just goes around. It's really cool. And then the next section is testimonials. So we have, um, at currently we have 10 testimonials and I'll read one of them so far from a member of our community. The first uh, testimonial that you'll see says, AA was not an option for me. There was none around. Mm. I prayed for something, someone just for support, then stumbled upon your channel the next day. And that was from one of our, uh, one of our subscribers by the name of Soul Pole. And then, so we have 10 of those there. And then we have about getting sober dot, dot, dot again. And we label ourselves as we are YouTube's fastest growing and friendliest community for no judgment sobriety, using practical wisdom, philosophy, psychology, humor, and humility to help people get sober, stay sober and be sober one video at a time. Then you can contact us. If you keep scrolling down, you can have our uh, mailing address. If you want to send something to our PO box. And then we have a section called our services. So now I'm moving into the realm. I'm taking the leap of faith, um, whether or not I fly or whether or not I go smack down face first, like Wiley e. Coyote into the ground. I don't know what's gonna happen. That's why it's called a leap of faith. <laughs> so um, one of the newest features of our website and one of the newest features that I'm gonna be, um, I'm gonna be entertaining doing here is I'm, I'm offering sober motivation 
sessions to anybody that wants to contact me and talk to me just like you and I are right now over Zoom. So you'll, it's basically like you're getting your own one-on-one -on -one live stream where I only talk to you in the same exact setup with the same exact lights, with the same exact curls in my hair, I hope. So with the same <laughs> shirt and everything. And we get the sober motivation session. So you can either, you can book me Monday through Friday between the hours. Currently the hours are between 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern, but potentially we will change those hours. I may shift those into later in the day. We'll see that might be the better option. Everything is still a test. We're still figuring it out. So you can book me for either 30 minutes in a day or for an hour at a day. And there's a price break between the 30 minutes or the hour. And then at the very bottom is our YouTube schedule. So it has the YouTube schedule at the very bottom of the, um, of the website and it's all in pretty colors. And then there's a menu at the top there. So it has a sober signup, which we just talked about. It has our blog is the second option, which we just put the first entry in there today, which is congratulations to those of you that made it through Sober October. And I talked about my journey, like I just did about how my Sober Octobers didn't exist, how my dad died during one of the Sober Octobers, how I was going through breakups um, and all kinds of trauma and then the pandemic. So I talked about how my journey, it took me three years to get mm. to my one year of sobriety. So that's the first entry in the blog at gettingsoberagain.com. Um, there's information about getting sober in our website and about me, some fun facts about me. One of the fun facts about me is that I have never formally been hired by any job that's requested a cover letter. So that's, so that's one of them. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's the services, which I just told you about, the sober motivation sessions. And then you can donate to our mission um, by hitting the donate button. You can donate to us by Patreon, which is the only way that you can get our official Getting Sober Again mug. You could donate by joining our YouTube community to get your custom, our signature dot, dot, dot badge next to your name. Um, or you could just straight up donate via PayPal or on Venmo. So that's on the donate page. We have all the sobriety books. So we just talked about that. So when you go there, you can see this and whoever might be watching in the future, we have the power of habit. Yep. You can hit the button oh, there. We have good. dopamine yep. nation. We have all these yep. great atomic habits. That's a great book too. Yeah. We have the habits. addictive child, yep. which you had, the, you had yep. Richard Capriola on. I did, I did. Before me last time. So he was that's on. Right. And so again, for anybody that's listening, go over to SoberTownPodcast.com and uh, look for that episode with Richard Capriola. And um, there's lots of it. We have Annie, we have two of Annie Grace's books on there. We have three of Alan Carr's book on, on there. We have a Gabor. I don't know if it's Gabor Mate or Mate. I'm not really sure how you say his name. We have one of his books. Yeah. Yep. And um, Eckhart Tolle. We have lots of books, lots of people, Russell Brand. Um, so that's all on there. And then if we go down into the menu, we have the inspo memes, which you had just talked about. So when we click on inspo memes, inspo memes, I created all these inspo memes. So you could scroll Very through cool. all of them and you can click on any one of them and it'll blow up on your screen. Like this one says, boundaries are a form of self-care. And you can scroll left to right to see the next one, the one before, the one after it. Um, the next one after that says, you are both what you are and what you could be, right? So some, uh, some, some food for thought. Another one that I love to think about, um, these are all ones that, as far as I know, I created. Um, but also to everything on the song, things might be rattling around your brain that who knows, maybe it was, maybe it was William Shakespeare. Maybe he's rolling around in his grave. <laughs> Sorry, Will. Um, so another one I wrote was knowingly keeping yourself blind to what your best self could look like is a crime against your future potential. And in the background, there's a person holding a piece of broken mirror and they're looking at themselves in the mirror. So it's powerful images to go with powerful messages. And that's what hashtag 
inspo memes are according to our page. And then we have a way that you can contact us, <clears throat> another way to contact us. And then the last link is um, if you click on YouTube, it'll go straight to our YouTube. And then also too, there's nice. buttons. There's buttons where you can find us um, on social media and all that good stuff. So that is the website in um, as fast as a, as a description as I can give you. And um, like I said, oh, we're also gonna be adding shorts to our Getting Sober Again channel. So shorts are roughly like a minute long because YouTube is trying to compete and make it possible for TikTokers to jump platforms and also monetize, right? So shorts, the idea is I'm inventing what's called a one minute sobriety. And if I didn't invent it, I'm sorry to whoever it did, but I'm trying, I feel like I invented it. We'll say, we'll say I invented it. One minute sobriety. So it's gonna be one minute clips on sobriety where we're taking little nuggets in, of, of wisdom and knowledge from our previous podcast and also from future fresh one minute ideas. Like here's the concept, like for example, the 2190 rule, That's, that, mm -hmm. is, that is already a short. So we're gonna start producing those throughout the week because that is part of the, I'm taking the leap of faith. I am ending all of my contracts. Um, I'm not done yet, but I'm, I'm finished. Like I'm a photographer, I'm a videographer. Um, I have different revenue, uh, revenue streams. So I'm taking the leap of faith to go into full-time YouTube life, website life, social media manager life, because I have to wear all these hats. And because I have to wear all, I get to, because I get to, I get to wear all these hats. And I want to be able <clears throat> to do this job the best that I can so that we can continue to reimagine and reinvent ourselves so that we can continue making this and keeping this message fresh and keeping you entertained and giving you more reasons to continue on with your own sobriety, whether or not you follow us. But we want to make sure that we're doing everything that we can. Um, and we can't do everything, right? So it's like we're not doing like you do with the I Am Sober group. Like I'm not in that. I'm not even in that group yet, yet. But I'm making room. I'm praying every day to give Lord, give me the give me the energy that I need to be able to do all of these things. Give me the capacity so that I could fit more into my schedule. Help me to still get the amount of sleep that I need to, but help me to go to sleep later, to wake up earlier, so that I can handle everything on my to do list, so that I can continue to to accomplish and achieve this mission to inspire and to motivate people one video at a time. That's it. I think I'm finished. <laughs> yeah. And look, that's the beautiful thing about what you and I are doing. You know, there are similarities, but we're getting the message out there. There is so much information. Like I said, when I started, when you started, this was not available. The whole getting sober dot, dot, dot again, Sobertown podcast, Sobertown, the website. Now your website. I followed you. I found you just by chance. And you were my first person that was different. And that's why I liked you. You were so non-conforming. AA didn't work for me. I yeah. know I've taken the serenity prayer and I live by it and I love it. And that's what it's about. It's about taking all these little things. That's why I love the nuggets. I love the idea of the one-minute clips. What you said about boundaries, it is so self-care. These are the, the solid foundations of that house you were talking about. And we have. We've built the foundation now. Now the walls and the, and the windows go in and, and on we go. And it is an ongoing process. And you don't get to graduate from this college. I'm sorry, guys, but... That's another thing you have to accept. But if you want to stick at it, it becomes, it's your lifestyle. It's not a death sentence, as my friend Lilo and Rag say. You know, it is a lifestyle and it's a good lifestyle. So I am just thrilled with what you're doing. You know, I love having you here to talk about it. The same, we complement each other because your audience and our audience together, that's a lot of people that we are currently reaching. And that is just in itself terrific. So I just want to thank you today for for taking the time and joining me. 
look, you're growing at a, a rate of knots. That's SoberTownPodcast.com. I think we're only been going since March this year. And um, we're in something like 27 countries already. And the numbers are growing. The downloads are growing daily. I think we've just actually had some new things happen today, which I don't want to give away. Um, our great owner, Drifter, I'm sure will. We'll put it out there when he is ready. So, yeah, you know, we're going to keep doing this, Jay, and we're going to keep growing and we're going to keep getting the message out and we are here to help. And I think we're doing everything we can. I really do. And I'm really proud of you. And just congratulations again on your one year because it's huge. It's a huge, huge effort. Thank you so much. I also wanted to thank uh, thank Drifter and the Sobertown Podcast community for um, adding a link when you go to uh, when you go to Sobertown Podcast and you click on that first. I think the resources link. Um, yeah, they've uh, you they you were all kind enough to add uh, getting sober again as uh, one of the resources on that first row of resources right next to AA, <laughs> which is interesting because it was like when again I always tell people like when I started this journey in 2018, my choices in my head were. I can either go to AA and sit there, not know what to expect, or and you know, and, and be anonymous, or do what I actually did, which was again, I like to do the opposite of everybody else, right? I instead of being anonymous, I went completely full transparency on YouTube <laughs> and told my story about like how I'm not pleased with my life and how I want to improve everything and what direction I wanted to go. So I, I find it very interesting that I'm right next to AA because those were the choices. Now come to pass three years later, th- th- those were my two choices face to face was AA or going on YouTube. So I'm really happy and thank you for uh, in- including me in your journey and including me in the very important work that you're doing. And uh, anybody that's listening, I encourage you to go over to Silvertown Podcast and check out the many, 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 many hours and hundreds of episodes that they have over there and check out what they're doing. And I say that because I'll, I'm gonna, I'll be providing this um, content to my subscribers over at, uh, at Getting Sober Again on YouTube and our Patreon and our Instagram and all that stuff too. So, you know, I'm not the only game in town and I'm not trying to hog all the, the limelight. It's not, it's not about, you know, who's most popular. It's about getting you to where you want to be in your life and doing with sobriety what you will. As you said, we're just providing that service that wasn't available to us when we started out in the formats that we are doing it now. And, you know, we're always in your back pocket, guys, so you can always just pull out your phone and there we will be. So from King 13, I just want to say, again, thank you so much, Jay, for joining me. Is there anything else, just one final thing before you go, just say goodbye to the listeners? Oh, yeah. Don't forget to uh, check us out on YouTube, getting sober dot, dot, dot again. We have live streams every Friday and Sunday night at 7 p.m. Eastern. And today, this is the official. You're hearing it here first. This is the official. I've been talking about it, but we officially launched i haven't told anybody officially except for in the live stream last night but this is the official launch and announcement of our website getting sober again.com i'm debuting it here live on your uh podcast here at Silvertown podcast so thank you for having me as always and hopefully i know i not hopefully i will be back for another uh another podcast in the future maybe i think we you and i talked about maybe doing like a monthly type of thing and you know knowing yep. myself i'll have plenty to talk about in a month from now so there'll be more to talk about we'll be gearing up for the most the month where people spend the most amount of money on alcohol and that's going to be december right and we, have, mm. we have well just made it through uh thanksgiving so i'm sure there are a lot of people that are maybe revisiting 
getting sober dot 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 again at that point you know after you know maybe maybe some somebody out there that's listening is a, is going to ruin thanksgiving they just don't know it yet <laughs> <laughs> yeah well thank you for that and it is true i'm so glad that you did choose us to debut your website that's fantastic and as i said again guys we've just done a a podcast is over 250 now on Sabertown. Go there. You can navigate through the holidays. And uh, if that's going to help you, please check it out. And from King 13, I'm going to sign off. And I will talk to you again in the not-too-distant future. So have a great day. God bless. And whatever you do, pour the poison down the sink and read up on something to stay sober. Okay. Bye for now. <laughs>